1: Hello and welcome to Film Companion. You've tuned in to the latest film review with Anupama Chopra. To catch more of what we do, visit us on www.filmcompanion.in If Ashutosh Gwarikar was your history teacher in college, you'd always be wondering whether to go for his class or skip it because sometimes he creates a masterpiece like the Oscar-nominated Lagan, Once Upon a Time in India. Other times, his ability to merge spectacle with intimacy and emotion fails him and he delivers the unwatchable Mohenjadaro. But in both cases, you have to admire his earnestness, passion and the studious gaze that he turns on Indian history. In Panipat, he recreates the third battle of Panipat. The 18th century battle is considered to be one of the biggest clashes of two armies – the Afghans led by Ahmad Shah Abdali and the Marathas led by Sadashiv Rao Bhao. It's estimated that more than 100,000 Marathas died during and after the battle. The Marathas lost because they were outnumbered and betrayed. Do not scream spoiler, this film is called Panipath – The Great Betrayal. But Abdali never invaded India again. It's a rousing story, filled with noble warriors, feisty wives, power struggles and selfless courage. With its emphasis on masculinity and motherland, it's also a story that speaks directly to our hyper-nationalistic cultural climate. There are enough opportunities for impassioned speeches on Desh Bhakti defending our country and the glory of the Marth Maratha. At one point, a character says, Ishwar kare ki ko unchai The ultimate goal is to keep the saffron flag flying high. The enemy is Muslim, which makes the fit with the current polarized political narrative perfect. It's revealing that Sadashiv Rao is portrayed as an enlightened warrior, who despite being warned by his own army men, includes a Muslim as head of the artillery. But Abdali, like Khilji in Padmavat, is a barbarian. In one scene, he bludgeons a man to death, using his crown. This film should have been the 18th century version of Uri, because the josh of Sadashiv Rao and his men is always high. Instead, we get a labored history lesson which stretches for an interminable 2 hours and 51 minutes. The biggest hurdle is the writing. Ashutosh, Ranjit Bahadur, Chandrasekhar Dawalikar and Aditya Rawal are credited with screenplay and Ashok Chakradhar for dialogue. I always get a little worried when I see too many writers because a film needs a unified vision. This is writing by committee and it shows on screen. Instead of an organic story, we get a fractured leaden structure that moves from one scene to another with the help of a voiceover and animated maps. The road to the battle is long, literally. The army travelled 1300 kilometres from Pune to Panipat and it seems like the writers decided to document every twist and turn along the way. On screen, this translates into a series of conversations with smaller kingdoms to align with them dwindling supplies, the battle strategies and, of course, the continuing romance between Sadashiv Rao and his wife Parvati, who enters key meetings to provide ready solutions. The screenplay is essentially a checklist of events that are being ticked off. The characters have more layers in their clothing than their personalities. Sadashiv Rao is heroic and Abdali vicious. The writing doesn't flesh them out, so there isn't much that Arjun Kapoor and Sanjay Dutt can do, except inhabit the characters in the most superficial way like standing erect to appear noble, delivering long dialogue without blinking. The physicality might be a fit. We're told that Sadashiv Rao does 1,500 Surya Namaskars. But underneath the posturing, there isn't a beating heart. We get a hint of complexity in a few scenes with Sadashiv Rao and Parvati. In one, Sadashiv Rao explains to Parvati that he's made for battle, not for politics. But there isn't enough of this vulnerability and fear. Krithi Sanan's demeanor is too contemporary, but she adds color and emotion to the story, which often becomes repetitive. Arjun veers between sincerity and monotony. Meanwhile, Sanjay plays Abdali as a one note Afghan who speaks Hindi without a trace of an accent. But yes, his eyes are rimmed with gold. Sadashiv Rao and Parvati are in the same cosmetic sense. Every few lines, there's a sprinkling of Marathi to remind us. Nitin Chandrakant Desai's production design, Nita Lulla's costume design and the cinematography by C.K. Dharan are strong. But I wonder if after so many historical films, a certain fatigue has set in. It feels like we've seen it all before. The beautiful costumes, the staggering jewelry, the grand sets. I still remember how dazzling it was when we first saw it in Jodha Akbar. But now, Ashutosh seems to be cannibalizing his own work. Like the memorably erotic swordplay between Jodha and Akbar in that film, here also you get a scene in which husband and wife wield weapons romantically, but it pales in comparison. The beats of the genre are also becoming familiar. Padmini Kolapuri, who plays the scheming Gopika by, will remind you of Tanvi Azmi's Radha Bai in Baji Rao Mastani. The events of this film take place 20 years after that one. Baji Rawan Mastani's son, is a key player in Panipat. We are in the same world, except this one is less enticing. Some of the key scenes, like Abdali crossing the Yamuna river, or Parvati watching the final battle from a hill, are clumsily staged and the digital effects are sloppy. Panipat finds its footing in the last hour, when we finally get into the ferocious battle. Ashutosh succeeds in creating palpable horror and valor here. The other plus point is Ajay Atul's music from the testosterone film Marad Maratha to the exuberant Mere Man Shiva. I wish the energy and tempo of these songs had seeped into the rest of the film. If you like this video, subscribe to Film Companion and don't forget to go on our website filmcompanion.in and check out this really interesting piece we've done on what went wrong with Hindi film music in the last decade.
0: If you liked what you just tuned into, then
1: subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher and Radio Public. You can now also follow Film Companion on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube.